0: Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay. Today, I'm again joined by Angelica Marie Eshimwa. I'm sure I've said that incorrectly again, sorry. Welcome back, Angelica Marie. Hi, I'm glad to be back. Now, in our last episode, we kind of touched a little bit on burnout, and you take people from burnout to bright, How do you go about that? And before you even go about that, how do people assess where they are on the burnout scale? Like it's a slippery slope. So how do they get in touch with where they are and what they need to do?
1: Of course. So Burnout can manifest in a lot of different ways in a lot of different areas of your life. I think the primary source of burnout for a lot of people right now is their career and their jobs. So when burnout starts to take hold, and it usually comes in waves, it will appear as just a reluctance and lack of enjoyment or involvement with your work and your day-to-day You might notice yourself getting extremely frustrated um, and that can also just put a strain in the relationships around you in terms of wanting to withdraw, wanting to take more time alone to recoup and it also may be that you use maybe not so healthy habits to kind of assuage the burnouts you feel and, and try to get you back on track. So that's usually what burnout manifests. And I think burnout is a big topic right now, and it's only addressed in the physical sense. But really the key for going from burnout to bright is addressing yourself mentally and how you feel and your relationship to your work and the thing that's causing your burnout.
0: That's some really great information there. So how do you help people go from burnout to bright?
1: Yes, of course. I actually did create a course that gives you the four essential keys from going from burnout to bright. But I want to go in depth into a very important key. I think one of the most important keys, which is our feelings of fear. I know when I say that people are like, how does that have any relation to burnout? I'm just tired. I'm working 12 hours a day. I'm not scared of anything. But when you really dive deep into it, fear, and I learned um, the six universal fears from Napoleon Hill, um, his book, The Law of Success, very, very talented and intelligent personal development writer. But there are three main fears that I feel really contribute to burnout. And that is the fear of poverty, the fear of criticism, and the fear of loss of someone's love. So when we approach our careers from, you know, a place of fear, initially it can get us to really high and successful places. Um, I think that's why we see a lot of, you know, executives, business owners, and people in that lane experiencing such high levels of burnout. And it's because, you know, fear can only take us so far. It's the fight or flight complex. So eventually you are going to hit a wall when you are driven by fear instead of really internally sustained, motivated, and energized by your passions, your desires, and your purpose for whatever work you're doing.
0: I think that's really key is that identification. What is your purpose? What is your passion? And not being influenced by what other people want you to do because I found when I was headed towards burnout, I was trying to be all things for all people and not really focused on my passion and purpose. So how do people get in touch with, you know, what they stand for, what that passion actually is? it really requires a
1: lot of introspection that is going to be uncomfortable at first. I still am going deeper and deeper into the layers of what I wanted but neglected from my youth that I know I should rededicate my time and passion to. For me, even my relationship with Omekwa, I realized that I was just being... Strictly of service, just doing my podcast, of course I enjoyed those things, but I completely forgot the, the creative side of me. And because of that, I you know hit cycles and I hit walls and that didn't allow me to really do anything or serve anyone. So I think the first step is to quiet out the noise quiet out the obligations to people, and really think about when is the last time you were able to sit down and just write and dump about where you feel like your skills or passions aren't being shown right now. It's a lot of inner child work. It's a lot of trying to remember circumstances or periods from the past that may have put those fears, those doubts in your head. So when you really look at the source of fear, um, I believe right behind that is the joy and the excitement of pursuing something new, developing which you have that skill. And once you have really found the courage to recognize and appreciate what that passion is. And it can come in so many different forms. It's really about taking the step to see how you can integrate it back into your daily life, acknowledge it and support it. Whether that's through taking up a hobby that you've been putting out to the side, joining groups that indulge and and support and live in that passion of yours or, and this is the most, you know, drastic change, which of course can be scary. It might mean a career pivot and career path change for you.
0: Now you mentioned that can be quite scary. So how do people get over that fear of really taking that leap?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, it's really a simple question as of, you know, and my belief is life is always going to be difficult. You can either choose the difficulty of staying in the uncomfortable, staying in a place that no longer serves you because you quote unquote know it, you're used to it, or you can choose the difficult that is, you know, facing the natural challenges and obstacles that come up in the path of our dreams, but will fortify you and strengthen you towards it. And the joy of knowing that you're getting closer and closer and living to what you're here to do. Again, both difficult, but, you know, I think it's the key is always remembering
0: you have a choice. You always have a choice. I think that is definitely key. You always have choice listeners. And, you know, you just have to listen to your intuition, listen to yourself. I think that's just so important. Now, We've covered a lot in this episode. What else do you think the listeners need to hear about going from burnout to bright? Mm -hmm. I think
1: another important thing is learning how to set boundaries. It's so key because if you are constantly in service to other people and not setting boundaries with your time, such as not looking at your email, your work email on the weekends, in the evenings, first thing in the morning, of being able to tell friends if you need time alone. And conversely, really making time in your schedule to reach out to friends and have those activities that revitalize you. Um, it it will feel uncomfortable for many to set boundaries because you may feel selfish. Um, but that, simply isn't true. Because when you set boundaries and make space for, yes, your work working your career, but your personal life, your personal and spiritual development, your connections with other people, it just allows you to show up as a better person in all those avenues.
0: Angelica, thank you for your time today. It's been quite enlightening learning how to go from burnout to bright. Of course, it's been a joy to be here, Magic. Listeners, this was your episode 181. In 182, Tom Glasser comes to talk to us about connections, all sorts of connections. For now, listeners, thank you for your time. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at a magical life podcast or at holistic natural health Australia that's holistic with a w you can find us on instagram at holistic natural health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au that's where you'll access all sorts of articles freebies and more